Hello, everyone. Welcome to our podcast, Random Fit, powered by NASM. I am Wendy Batts, and here with my friend and colleague, as always, Mr. Ken Miller. How are you today? I am awesome, Wendy. I'm nice and, uh, you know, loose and limber through the shoulders because I was just doing some Oh, geez. You know, some, uh, <laughs> yeah, some elbow curls. I just opened up the shoulders a little bit. I have so. never elbow curls. Like, I, I, I've yeah. never even heard of bicep yeah. curls. But, you, make, uh, you make a little half fist, put those knuckles right on your temple, have those elbows come forward and back. Uh-huh. Yeah. So you got, you know, you open up hmm. your chest when your shoulders, when your elbows come back. And then when your elbows come forward, you get those, those muscles kind of open up across the backside, open it up. Open up the front side. It's a wow. posture thing, you know. I, remember I, that? I, remember that episode on posture? And I do. Posture? I have yeah. never heard them called elbow curl. I that personally. Oh, we're in another rainstorm, by the way, here in uh, good old Georgia. So I that don't know nice. what is going on. Apparently whatever happens, just- yeah. Whatever happens, be safe, Eric. <laughs> Don't stop recording. We got to get some of nature I'm in the you. background there. And I am bringing it to the forefront <laughs> every week, apparently. I don't know. Like, it doesn't rain every day here. However, I guess on our, our recording days, you know, we're just uh, making sure that the plants and grass and everything stay nice and hydrated. Um, yeah, that's right. However, back to our elbow curls, I've called those like more of an open book. Um, you know, like more of an upper body open book. So, I mean, I guess that's another way of saying People and trainers call different exercises and stretches different things. So therefore, it's important to make sure that your clients, other trainers that you're working with have the same terminology as you. Right. Um, But the whole purpose of our podcast today (laughs) was not just about the elbow curls or the crazy weather we're having. Um, We are actually talking about the no time, quick and simple exercises part two. So 2.0. You guys... Yeah, you guys had asked for um, some additional exercises to consider, so we are here to deliver. So today, we are talking about some really fun multi-joint exercises, or I I could say more compound exercises. It doesn't always have to be multi-joint. And, you know, Mm -hmm. there was a ton that I used over the pandemic that I think, I don't know, I think I'm going to keep in my my. My book, you know, in your your (laughs) toolbox, in my toolbox. Yeah. So for those of you that are just listening to this episode now, as far as no time, no problem, uh, go and watch that first episode of no time, no problem. And and Wendy went over her top five and I went over my top five exercises that you can do in a pinch. So if you're on the road, if you've been sitting down for a while and you just want to get a little blood flow, Mm -hmm. you know, we gave some awesome exercise examples or examples of exercises that you can do, you know, if, if you have 30 seconds, if you have five minutes, if you have two minutes, if you just want to get some blood flow and get those joints moving after sitting behind the computer for a little bit, you've been on the, in the car, on a plane, whatever it is, you, you just want to improve how you feel, get more oxygen, blood flow to the brain and to the muscles. We gave some really good examples I might, I might say, uh, but because it was such a popular <laughs> mine, topic, mine were fantastic. Yeah, yours were awesome as always. <laughs> so we, we've got, we've got another top five for Wendy and another top five for me. And we might embellish a little bit. We might give you a little, you know, a couple of bonus points and, and give you a, maybe a sixth or a seventh. We'll, we'll see how it goes. All right. Well, you know what? Ladies first. So I'm going first. Ladies first. That. Or should I let you go? No, no, yeah, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. So I actually did a video for NASM using my husband because I wanted to make sure people realized how simple 
some of these exercises can do with little to no equipment at all. And so during the pandemic, a lot of the equipment, as we know, was not available. And so we were trying to think of stuff that you could do in the house, you know, like you could use at home. And so if you're traveling or if you're at home and you don't have access to some of this, you know, sexy stuff that you see in the gym, grab two paper plates and use them as sliders. Some people use the um, home moving equipment sliders, you know, where you put it under furniture just so you can slide it through your house um, easier. So something along those lines. But if you take those sliders and this is going to be kind of you can do this as a circuit um, you would put them on your hands and you would go down into a push up. And as you go into a push up, you would reach forward with one arm and then bring it back and then either come out of the push-up or you can reach with the other arm. So it's amazing for your chest, your lats, as well as your core. So you could do that for your upper body. Then you could go into keeping your hands into a push-up position as your starting position and then pike up so your butt goes straight in the air. And then you bring yourself back to a plank or push-up position and you do that for the amount of reps. And then to increase your cardio, go into mountain climbers. Okay, so then your arms stay stable and you move your legs in a running position while still in that push-up position. And then lastly, you'll get into a plank position and you would take the paper plates and, and put those on your feet and then go into like a body saw. And so all that is, is in that plank position, you actually push your body back and bring so your feet and lower body um, is moving backwards and then you move yourself forward into that starting position. So instead of it being just five, that would be one of a multi um, multi one because you can just use something as simple as a paper plate if you don't have sliders. And that circuit alone works so many different body parts. It's really hard. You're doing cardio. You're doing shoulder stabilizers. You're working your core. You're working your back. You're working your legs. You're working your everything. And it's super fun and really, really challenging. Yeah. Really challenging. So the, so the next time you're at a family picnic and you have some extra paper plates hanging just out. Just hop down on the just, grass. Just get down on the grass and start doing your saws. Yes. Your, your you can also, start <laughs> yeah, another one you can do is if you're already on your feet, go into what I call windshield wipers. So you're working, again, more transverse plane and yeah. you know going, going all the way up and then back and then doing the other side. So you're getting a lot of your glutes. I mean, you know, the outer hip, super important. Yeah. Often yeah. weak, a lot of fun. Yeah, get get cousin Larry down down there. Just oh yeah, make it a family plate. affair. Yeah. <laughs> you know what works well? Family picnics. You know, is is competitions. You have you know like instead of like spinning your forehead on the bat, and then trying to run the ten yards to to the next obstacle. You just is, have. You just are you those. talking from experience? Is this what you do at your? Well, I just say I saw it on TV. <laughs> Right. I saw I saw as it seen on TV. On TV. <laughs> as seen on TV, which was a great episode, by the way. That was another uh, fun podcast. <laughs> Look at us self-promoting all day. There I know. Hey, just just like, follow, subscribe, download, <laughs> and you get it and you get it all. Uh, <laughs> so for mine, so I, I know I, I kind of cheated in the elbow curls, but and you mentioned an upper spinal twist or an open book. Mm -hmm. That's really my first uh, that's really my first contribution to this discussion here. So uh, and I love this one. If, again, if you listen to the first one, you guys know my bias towards rotation, you know, whether it's upper body rotation, hip rotation, just our ability to rotate goes away when we sit down. So one of the things that I like to have my clients do is I have them lay on their side in like a tall spine fetal position, and they're going to have their arms directly out in front. 
And if you're laying on, say, your right side, so if you're looking overhead, you have a 90-degree bend in the hip, 90-degree bend in the knee with those arms straight out in front of the shoulders. And you're going to go ahead and rotate that top arm. And again, if I'm laying on my right side, it's my left arm that's going to rotate and open up just like if I was a book opening up. And there's a lot of ways you can execute that. You can execute that from a vantage point of just holding a static, just an open stretch, opening up the rib cage, the shoulders, giving you, uh, giving you or your client an opportunity to kind of open up, just breathe, get into some breathing exercise, or you can do it for repetitions. So you can open it up, take a big breath, exhale as you come down, and then just repeat the motions you know, for 10 to 12 repetitions, but it's one way to get a good stretch across the upper body, the abdominal complex, especially if you've been sitting behind the computer a lot. So that open book, upper spinal twist, as it may be called, as to your point, Wendy, one movement can go by a lot of different names. So that's what I'm, that's what my first contribution to this, um, you know, 2.0 exercise list that we got going on. Yes. And if you guys are just joining us, that's what we're talking about. 2.0 um, are exercises that you can do in a, a pinch for time. And if you're traveling, you can do basically anywhere. And we were, you know, providing a podcast a while ago talking about some of our favorites. And we wanted to continue it based on the feedback that we got. And so, so far, I've talked about the sliders. Ken just talked about the open book stretch or doing it as an exercise. Um, another one that I will um, mention, again, I love lunges, as long as someone can do them safely, effectively, and efficiently, of course. And so I would say my next one would be a reverse lunge to a single leg Romanian deadlift. Hmm. Well, so let's see. That's, uh, we got okay. some quad. I got, I got it. We got yeah. some glutes. You got some balance because you have to balance. And then we go into a hinge pattern. So we're working on funnel, funnel, ah, fundamental movement patterns into the hamstring and glutes, as well as making sure, of course, we've got good balance. We're working the arch alignment and also looking at proper alignment in the upper body while you execute that exercise correctly. Wait, repeat that exercise again. So a reverse lunge. A reverse lunge. To a single leg Romanian deadlift. Ah, okay. Mm -hmm. Got it. Yeah. So that, that was a great example of sometimes the exercise is exactly what, what you I say it, it is. Yeah, you're, you're, just <laughs> describe, you're just describing the movement. Yeah, uh, don't don't I, I make gotta, it hard. I, I gotta, I gotta try that sequence one time, but uh, well, overall just balance exercises tends to kind of take the, the backseat in my exercise routine. So what? I'm going to, I'm going to, well, I, I do it. It doesn't get, I mean, I'll, I'll do like one set, but. Oh my goodness. I got to make it more fun. I, I don't even know if we can be friends. Dude, balance is I got, super important. I, Come on. I got, it's important. Didn't we have another podcast on that? No, no, we did. Oh, but maybe we should write that down. Yeah. Balance. Well, we obviously need to work on your arch alignment. I've seen your feet, dude. Uh, <laughs> this is a must, okay. must add. Okay. Especially Mr. <laughs> California flip-flop dude. Um, like it's important that you work on balance. Uh, yeah, you know, it is summertime. So I'll, I'll start to do those before I put on my flip flops. Okay, so the next, my number two, my number two, number two is uh, the quadruped reach and pull. Oh. Surprise. Another rotational uh, movement. So okay. quadruped, like you said, Wendy, it's sometimes the exercise is just 
how you call it. That that's the name. So you're in a quadruped position. So you're on your hands and knees. Of course, we want our head, shoulders, hips in line, knees under hips, hands under shoulders. And what the reach and pull is, it's kind of like the upside down version of an open book. So instead of me laying on my side and doing the open book and this quadruped reach and pull, I'm going to have, let's say, my left arm on the ground and I'm going to have my right arm reach down and across my body. And then I'm going to rotate. I'm going to reach up, try and touch the ceiling. All the while, I have one hand on the ground, knees and toes touching the floor, and I'm just going to repeat that. And I am doing a lot of things here. One, I'm opening up. I'm reaching through my right side. But that downside arm, that left shoulder, because I'm really trying to push and elevate my rib cage off of the floor, elevating it towards the ceiling. And as I'm reaching down and across and up, my shoulder has to dynamically rotate. So there's, there's a lot going on there. It's kind of like a push-up plus on steroids because push-up plus, you're just getting into that protraction. But here, I am pushing up and I'm rotating while I do it. Uh, that, the other, that, yeah. That's so, I love that. And again, I call it something different. So I, What do you call it? I want to know I, what you I call, call that a thread the needle. So you thread oh, it I, through I call it and that then too. pull it yeah. through. I, and so, as you said, call you're too. calling it what it is, but I have to think of something that my clients can relate to because when you say quadruped and then this and this, they're like, uh, yeah. huh? I'm like, okay, just get on your knees, put your hands here, and then act like you're threading a needle. And they're like, oh, gotcha. So, <laughs> I don't know. All right. I like it. I, I, I call it that too. So, okay. That's Very a good, good one. That is a good All-time one. favorite. Yeah. Yeah. I do that often. I actually do that in my own corrective exercise program. So there you have it. Ah, big fan, okay. big fan. All right. I would say my next one is, is you know, again, I'm trying to think of being creative and also want to think of how it's going to benefit my client, especially if we're in a crunch. And so last time, a bunch of my favorites were the squats rows and those types where it was really incorporating lower and upper body integration type exercises. Another one that I like to do is, you know, this one's very core. So as you can see today, I'm a little more core focused. Um, I would say that I like to do um, a push up, but they would be actually holding on to two weights. So you want to make sure they're not weights that have like, you know, the, that roll that they're more of like, you know, the what is it, hexagon or whatever um, position yeah. or, or block type weights. So therefore, when you're doing this, they don't move. Um, but have your clients go down into a push up. And then as they come up out of it, they would go into a tricep kickback. And um, so therefore they're working their core, they're working their chest, and they're also working their triceps. And to your point, anytime that you're having to hold yourself stable on one arm, you're working a lot of the shoulder stabilizers. So a lot of, lot of muscles going, you know, working at once and you have to think about what's happening and the weight will be whatever is appropriate for a kickback without compensation. Um, you know, it's kind of like a renegade row, if you will. So you could actually go row into a kickback if you wanted. So it's only as creative as you want to be or how, however mm -hmm. technical. So if you want to throw all three of those in, perfect time to do it. However, most people can row more than they can kick back. So you want to keep that in into consideration as well. And you would need dumbbells for that one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. That's, that's the, yeah. I was going to say, I mean, well, there's a lot that I can – I can imagine I'm, I'm thinking of a few clients right now, but that would be a really challenging because for mm -hmm. the amount of time that you're going to spend on that one arm and you're going to do a little kickback. 
So to, to keep someone in a good alignment from the side, you know, ears, shoulders, hips, knees, and, and ankles to watch them from the side. That's, that's, that's not something I'd have for the first, mm. I don't know. I do that a lot with my players because yeah. they have to have very good core. Um, you know, we've got to make sure we've got good core activation. You know, we also often think because there's no spinal motion that that's an easy mm -hmm. exercise because in NASM's terminology, that's a phase one or a stabilization. Yeah. Well, yes, it's stabilization, but can you maintain proper alignment while actually adding movement um, very, very challenging. So, you know, you want to make sure your client can do a proper push up for a yeah. slow repetition range. You want to make sure they can hold a plank for a duration of time. And then you want to make sure that they understand how to do a kick kickback throughout it. And as long as they can do all three of those very easily without compensation, then when you add some of the combo components to it, then they're going to execute it correctly. But don't just throw it in there for the sake of it, quote, being cool. Make sure that they're going to be able to execute it properly mm -hmm. because, as we always say, quality movement over quantity. quantity. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, don't I? Don't we always say that? Or am I, 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 I didn't know if you were going to fill in the word or if you, you're cueing me to, but I guess it was for me. Sorry. I, yeah. I missed that. I missed that cue. Yeah. Uh, and, and before we move on, those of you guys that are just joining us, we are talking about no time, no problem 2.0 version. Uh, based on some of the feedback, people wanted some more fun exercises to consider when you're in a time crunch and that people can do virtually anywhere safely. So, Ken, you want to lead uh, us off with some of the next ones? Hey, uh, this one can have a more of a metabolic kind of connotation to it. So when I say the word bear crawl. Oh, uh, I had that too. <laughs> uh, sorry, I got to it first. Uh, bear crawl, that can be one of the most miserable moments of your workout, or it's just one of those things like, hey, I, I did bear crawls today. I can go to bed knowing that I did the best I could to push my body, especially when you do bear crawls, just because when it comes to a bear crawl, a lot of people don't realize that, you know, when it comes to, you know, motor development as kids, as, as little, you know, not even toddlers, right? Babies, as you're crawling, you get into this crawl pattern. So it's, it, it is one of the developmental movements that as you get off of your back and off of your stomach and you're starting to move your head, one of the things that you're doing to get the spine going and get that hip shoulder relation, creating that hip and shoulder relationship is the bear crawl. Because as, as if you were to watch a little, a little baby crawl across the floor, it's opposite arm, opposite leg, that's driving them forward and you create that counter rotate. You're starting to create and develop that counter rotational movement between the shoulders and the hips with a bear crawl. And what happens is that as we get older and we sit down a lot, or we start to re incorporate repetitive motions, movements, we start to lose that relationship between the hips and the shoulders, which is why this is one of my favorites because it has a functional uh, benefit to it in that as someone's bear crawling, they are working a lot of shoulder stability. They're working a lot of hip stability and you're getting everything in between from the shoulders through the hips, meaning your spine and everything that surrounds the spine to start to move and, and, and rotate. So if I set up, you know, two cones, 10 feet apart, I can have somebody bear crawl forward turn around, bear crawl forward the other way, or I can have them go forward and backward or even side to side. So 
from that vantage point, the bear crawl is, it's a go-to. So if I'm short on exercise, there's something for my clients to do, or if I want to get their heart rate up, I'll throw this onto the, to the workout program for that day. I like it. I like it because I also had it. So <laughs> as you can see, higher on your we, list, Wendy, I'm telling you, you know, Ken and I, we, we, we made sure this episode that we didn't share so we could just like surprise each other. And sometimes when surprise. like minds think alike, they're going to have the same exercises. And so I am a huge fan of the bear crawl and it's actually very challenging for clients to do because they're not used to being in that position. And so always to make sure that, you know, your instruction, you're very clear. So they understand and they do mm -hmm. it correctly because often clients will want to, and I don't know if you, you see this, but my clients do, they always want to start in spinal flexion. So they've got this big bend yeah. in their lower back and you don't want yeah. that. So, um, so properly teaching the technique and making sure the execution is done correctly is a must. Yeah. So yeah. I know. So Ken, why don't you, you throw out another one? Let's see if we're going to match up. <laughs> okay. I, I put so many in with my sliders oh, I, that I didn't want to, you know, hog I the guarantee, whole episode. I guarantee that this one is not on your list. Okay. And this one goes by the name of prone squat. Oh, no. Have you ever done not. that one? Um, give me a little more. Okay, prone squat. So you're prone, basically in your push-up position. And what you're going to do is Look go into a squat. Look at you being all technical. So, y'all, prone is just face down. Yeah, it's face down. <laughs> well, I have to cater to all levels of exposure uh, to exercise with our audience, right? Yeah. I don't want to alienate anybody. So, from that push-up <laughs> position, imagine now you're going into a squat. So, as, as it goes, your hips are going to sit back towards your heels and if your hands are set in, in, their, in, their, in their fixed position from that push-up position, you're now going to go into shoulder flexion. So you're, relatively speaking, my body is going to lower towards my heels and my arms are going to go above my head, as it were, relative to my, to my body position. I like that. So if you try, if you guys are listening right now, get into a push-up position and then get your tailbone to go towards your heels and keep your knees about an inch or two floating off of the ground. So your knees do not touch the ground as you do this. So squat back, sit back, keep your hands and your toes fixed and relative to the hips, knees and ankles, you are going through a triple flexion, right? And, and what I love about this exercise, it's a good shoulder stability exercise because now as I'm squatting down, my shoulders still have to dynamically stabilize. And by dynamics, like they have to stabilize while the joint's moving. At the same time, I can do a version of a non-weight-bearing squat. So I can get someone to mobilize their hips without gravity getting in the way, which, which also makes it a great core exercise just because of our position relative to the floor. So again, we're in a push-up position, and push-up can be looked at as a as a basically it's a long arm plank right or a high plank but as you go through the hip sit your hips sitting back towards the heels flexing the hips knees and the ankles triple flexion which is a one way to look at posture and position when it comes to running mechanics but you're doing a lot for the core as well as the shoulders so yes you, did, you did like not it. have that on your list Good. i did not right. i did, did not no cross traffic <laughs> there no, and for the, for those of you guys that are wondering what's in the background, that was thunder. So yes, it is uh, coming down once again here. Um, but just wanted to throw that out there that I'm not, you know, 
doing stuff behind Ken's back and it's the weather. Um, but my last one that I had, and Ken, I know you've done this because mm -hmm. this was a big Mike Clark one, um, especially on the rehab corrective exercise side of the game when we're really trying to get people to work on thinking about their body in different movement patterns. And so what I'm going to go with is a single leg bent. So you're, you're, you're bent over almost kind of like you're in a single leg Romanian deadlift. So you're actually, you know, your, your hips are bent at a 90 degree angle. And so your chest is facing the floor. You're on one leg and your arms are directly out to the side. And for people that are new to this or that struggle with, you know, making sure that they can keep their shoulders in proper alignment, you can put like a rod or something or like a mobility stick across the back and have your arms fully extended. And then they go into a windmill. And so what ideally you want to do is you're facing the ground, your arms are out to the side, again, on one foot. So you're working on balance and you're actually rotating your torso, keeping your eyes at the ground the whole time to see if you can get your hands the one that's coming towards the ground, even with your foot that's on the, on the, um, you know, on the ground, you're trying to get that level and then your other arm completely a straight line. And then you're going to rotate back. You do not want to bend in your elbow. You want to make sure your core is nice and tight. You've got good shoulder and head alignment. And so you're just moving as one unit from side to side. And so this one's super challenging because you have to make sure you have very strong arch alignment. So it's a great balance exercise you're teaching your body how to let your torso rotate without your whole body rotating at once. And I know in golfers and stuff like that, it's really hard to disassociate sometimes the upper body with the lower body. And this is what you're trying to do. And then just really trying to get good movement throughout your, your um, upper torso area. So that would be my last one that I have. That's a good one. If I, I do that. do a balance exercise, a lot of times it is a windmill. There you have it. Yeah. Very good choice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that that's quite a few exercises. So we have, let me just run this, run through this for our listeners out there as far as Wendy's and, and mine put together. So Wendy, you have the sliders. That was your, that was your, uh, my opening your, combo. Yeah. Your, your slider sequence where it could be a slider. It could be a formal slider or a furniture mover or paper plates. Yes. Right. Anything that has you moving, no gliding. Yeah, no, so you can slide anywhere you want. Just family picnics. <laughs> you can even use like um, <laughs> towels. If you have hardwood floors, uh, we've done that too. You can, I mean, I, there's no excuses here. You can grab something. And again, it was the lat reaches. It was uh -huh. doing some pikes. So you're working a lot yeah. of core. You can go into your body saw, if you will. Yeah. Um, the windshield wiper or side to side or even some mountain climbers. So you can get it all in one. All right. So if you take the towel, just put spray some uh, floor cleaner <laughs> on there. You just cruise around and next yeah. thing you know, you, you've got a good wax sweat. on, wax off. You can actually clean and, the floor. And your house your is exercise. clean. There you there go. You in go. 20 minutes. You just have sweat. to walk around. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So all right, we had our single leg uh, windmill. Yes. Uh, you had your reverse lunge to single leg deadlift. Yes. You have your push up to a kickback. Yes. Um, then I oh, had the bear crawl. And you but... had and you doubled up on my bear crawl. All right, yes. you wrote a wrote on my okay. So the, that dives into my list now, where we had the bear crawl. Yes. Again, forward, backwards, side to side. If you're in place, you could do a three sixty. 
again, great for core, great for that uh, shoulder, hip uh, counter rotation. Upper spinal twist um, or open book, as it might be called. Uh, I'm trying to, I should have wrote down like secondary names here. Uh, quadruped reach and pull or thread, or thread the needle. The needle. If thread the needle. <laughs> uh, bear crawl prone squats. Uh, which you got to try that. If you haven't tried that, Wendy, that's a, that's a really, that's I, you really know what? One. I have not, and I will definitely try it. So I'll do, uh, I'll do an Instagram post on how to do it properly. And maybe uh, we can. So what are you saying? Like I, I got, I have no skill. Oh, I just saying, <laughs> you know, it's, it's one thing to go off of just verbal description, but me being a, a very visual guy, a lot of times if I see it, you know, show, tell, do. All right. I've told you. Yes. I'm very just, visual as well. Yeah. So I, I mean, to, I, I, I can FaceTime you and be like, hey, is this right? But <laughs> <laughs> I'll say, Wendy, tuck your chin in. All right. That's right. Flatten that back out. Be like, dude, uh, <laughs> I'll say I'll say to you what my husband says to me when I try to correct him. <laughs> no, I'm no. moving perfectly. I'm like, no, no, no. Your eyes, Actually, your eyes must be off, Wendy, because yes. there's no way I'm doing this wrong. I, I don't have an arch in my lower back. My abs are in. I'm moving to correct. I'm like, okay, you just keep doing that. And then let me know how that feels. <laughs> All right, so let's set up a call. Do not train yourself. I will <laughs> yeah, train yeah. Stacey, you. Stacey, you have yeah. Tony all as well. So, <laughs> All right, so we went over a lot of good stuff here. And I don't know, depending on what the response is, maybe we do a third one on other exercises that uh, you can do. We'll right. see. But we'll that's up see. to you, the viewer, on what you want. And, you know, because we're all about you guys. So <laughs> with, with that being said, thank you again for another uh, another another bit of time you spent here with uh, me, Ken Miller, Miss Wendy Batts on Random Fit, and today's episode being exercises that can be done in a pinch. No time, no problem, part, well, 2.0. So if you like what you heard here today, like, follow, subscribe, download. You know, we'd love to hear from you. Let us know what you want to hear about Random Fit because that's all we're about. So until next time, everybody, take care and be well.